in a row where I gotta play music for someone who's legendary who has passed away R.I.P. Bill Withers man and I saw that initially whenever I saw Bill Withers had passed away and I was like Who's Bill Withers, Bill Withers. and then I was like oh Bill Withers like yeah so yeah welcome to another dumb podcast I don't even know what that uh, my boy's over at the uh, Tell Me Where to Turn. Is that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's what it's called. <laughs> that's not good. I don't know the. Uh, yeah, Tell Me Where to Turn. I'm sorry. I, I I know the name of your podcast, bro. Yeah, totally. Yeah, to tell me Tell Me Where to Turn, guys. They always start the podcast. Hey, welcome to the you know episode 190 whatever. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've never done that. I'm not formulaic. And you'll see this in this podcast with uh, uh, so this is the nineteenth episode of another dumb podcast, and we got a big guest, real big guest. Got the the lovely Sam Gannon from Fox Four Free for All, uh, and I do mean that. I, she was just so very very nice, and I I, I greatly appreciate her uh, coming on to some dumb podcast. Oh, or another dumb podcast. So, actually, at the end of it, I break it to her to be like, "Hey, do you know? Do you know what this podcast is called?" And she's like, "Uh, no." <laughs> she goes, "I go, well, it's a, it's called another dumb podcast." So, I had to break her, break her the news at the end of it. But uh, I feel like if you tell them that it's called another dumb podcast, maybe they don't want to come on. And she could have said, "Oh, yeah, I don't want to be associated with that." But uh, she was gracious enough but you know really she had nothing else to do so um yeah so got a sam gannon interview so if you know nothing about sam gannon or you think you know all about sam gannon this is this is the podcast and i found it really interesting because i think she has a pretty unique story of you know how do you get to dallas some people would like to go oh you do this or you do that man yeah her her path is is quite unique so um yeah. Um. So yeah, Sam Gannon came on the podcast, and she was uh, she was very entertaining. I think she's uh, she did a really good job. I think it was enter. I mean, she could have just been a dead fish or something like that, and gave me nothing. <laughs> and I would have been like, "Oh, okay, thanks." But she was she was a great uh, she was a great guest. So um, here is the the rest of the well, not the rest, but here is the Sam Gannon interview. I'll, I'll play in. Um, I'll play in this. Oh, lovely day. I like that song. Mm-hmm. 
So enjoy Sam Gannon at Sam Gannon 87. Okay. Enjoy. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Something without one love bears heavy on my mind. Then I look at you, and the world's alright with me. Just one look at you, and I know it's gonna be a lovely. Wow, that was funny. What's up, Brett? <laughs> oh my How's gosh. it going? It's going great. Besides, you just hanging up on me already. I was like, oh, this is going No, great. no, no, no. I was like watching this video. I was playing it back. Oh, and okay. for some reason, like when I do that, like my calls like will go to voicemail or something. I don't know why it does that. Oh, so right. sorry about that. No, I wasn't no. ignoring you. No, it's fine. <laughs> well, this is going great. <laughs> all right you're good you're good <laughs> how are you doing today i'm lovely except i didn't realize it was going to be like winter out oh, yeah. today um Very... it's just weird i feel like at times i go i'm going like a little stir crazy but it's just because of the weather it's all because of the weather i think i think so because it's like gloomy outside you like, know what i mean like if it was just 80 and feeling great like this quarantine would probably go by a little <laughs> easier but, yeah, it wouldn't be as bad. How are yeah. you? I'm well, I'm doing good. Uh been up with the uh kids and wife just watching old movies. Oh, that's nice. I figured yeah, like I want I watched for the first time I watched Freaky Friday. Have you ever watched Is that, that movie? Is that with um that's with Lindsay Lohan, right? Yeah. I've never seen Yeah, it. yeah, I watched it back in the day. Never seen that movie before. Not, not, did you like it uh it wasn't it wasn't the worst thing i've ever seen <laughs> nice like, okay like, like but you can see like Lindsay lohan's little you know you can tell this well yeah you can tell you like you know this is going bad so it's, <laughs> a, little, it's a little different <laughs> sorry well, yeah Lindsay lohan is not the same as uh the Lindsay lohan of today is not the same as uh yesteryear no 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 <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I've actually started, but we okay. haven't we haven't okay, said anything cool. bad. I I don't like uh like I'm not a professional broadcaster, so I'm not gonna go. And we have today, Sam Gannon. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> this is not do, this do, is not that podcast. Do you? It's all I'm just I'm tried, here for the ride. I've literally tried to do that, and now on the the line we have, and that I'd totally mess up your uh, intro. So. This is Sam Gannon from Fox 4, free for all. Everyone like that? 
<laughs> I think that's perfect. Oh, that's perfect. I think you really, I think you really sold it. Well, I'm glad. Well, so we <laughs> we have Sam Sam Gannon, who, um, okay, I've been thinking about this for a while because I've always like, so you sent in your uh, your resume in the Fox Four. As Sam, as Sam Gannon, I swear to God, they would have been like, okay, if I didn't know who Sam Gannon was, it was like former NCAA uh, uh, Heisman runner-up, Sam Gannon. <laughs> so are you saying, are you are you asking if, uh, like, I know. are you asking, go, go ahead, what are you going to say? No, no. no. I, I, I've already seen to this morning, you're, uh, you're, I, I, I did a little bit of research on the Sam Gannon Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna go in kind of dark, but then I was like, I'm gonna kind of be a little stupid, so I gotta have a, I gotta be steered a little bit. So I have two websites here that that if you Google Sam Gannon, will give you some type of information on you. But That's hilarious. Have you ever Googled yourself? No, I think maybe one time I did just to see like what picture, you know, because there's always like certain headshots of myself right. on and you know some of which i hate so but yeah i used to swim in college and i think i was like searching for a headshot of myself that i couldn't find so yeah that, uh, that, but that no is... I, I don't i don't sit there and google myself <laughs> that no. would be weird. But that's one thing i did learn though you are you are a fir- formal uh former swim you're, you're a competitive swimmer i was like I in was. college in college, yeah, my brother loves to like he he'll always make fun of me because he'll be like, yeah, that was like you know two decades ago. <laughs> so you but were no, it was, so you were Sam the Cannon, Gannon. Oh gosh, no, don't <laughs> say that. You know, one of my old sports directors in Louisiana was like for our Friday night football show. He was like, we should call you Sam the Cannon Gannon. I'm like, oh no, please, God no. That's why I was thinking of your name. I was like, she's she, uh, if no one knew, like, yeah, she's obviously like a former, you know, football, you know, football quarterback, Sam Gannon. Right, know? right. I've gotten asked if I'm related to Rich Gannon Rich like a hundred yeah. times. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I don't know no, I'm... yeah, it was. It was a huge part of my life for a long time, and that's kind of why I got into this, to be honest. Like, if I if I didn't swim and swim in college, I, I probably wouldn't be here right now doing this, honestly. Yeah, wow. Well, that was – okay, so I'm glad I did look up a little bit of who you are. But, I mean, <laughs> uh, the way it looks up is you are, you're a very private person, and you don't have a lot out there. Is, yes. Well, that's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's. I don't know. I'm just not one of these. Pe- I, I think it's. I think it's good to be. You know, to keep stuff close to the vest. I'm not someone that I like to share my work and I like to share. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the things that I'm doing, but I also believe that there's a thing in sharing too much. Like I'm sure you see it yes. too, especially on Facebook. I feel like everyone just overshares on Facebook and I don't really use Facebook that much but um yeah you could say I'm more of a private person for sure well that's uh, yeah I mean that's good I think you got to leave something to like like yeah I go to like um I'm sorry I say like too much I don't know why but uh I I go to like (laughs) I they would like hey you're gonna go to the reunion I'm like no I know everything about every one of y'all still like there's nothing there's nothing of an illusion 
about us so if you know if you kind of keep it out and you know like you just show up to your your class reunion for your uh you know probably 15 or 20 year you'd be like oh yeah sam, oh what's sam doing you know like <laughs> then the, the, i would actually not know that so i uh, this is gonna so you stop me at any point and you go i don't want to discuss that at all we will we'll will, oh, we'll move on i should have okay. i should have okay. said that in the pre-interview which we never had. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you never had. Um, we're jumping right into. We're things. jumping right in. Well, no, I wanted to because I was at it actually in her. I was like, "Where the hell did you come from?" Like again, I was, you know. <laughs> can I just tell you? Wait, can I interrupt you for a second? Go because ahead. people that are gonna people that are gonna listen to your podcast, Brett and I became fast friends when I went to my first. Did you call me Brett. Doctor. You just call me Brett. Yeah, it's Brad. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, but no, we became fast friends. Yes. Because, you know, I was doing a bunch of interviews at Ticketstock, and you, your interview was the hit of the entire thing, by the way. Everyone was like, for those who don't know, you basically said to me when I asked you, do you know who I am? And you did, which I was very appreciative of, by the way. I yelled you for said, you. I, hold on, hold on. You, this is what people don't know. Well, they do know because they've listened to this podcast, but maybe they don't know who are just now joining us because they just want to hear about Sam Gannon. But as you were walking by, I kind of looked at my friend Jacob and I go, hey, that's Sam, you know, from Free For All. That's Sam Gannon. <laughs> And you walked by and I was just being an asshole. I was just like, hey, Sam. And you you saw me and you said, I must talk to him. And I said, oh, I my God. I must talk to Brad, uh, yes. And I saw your cameraman. I'm like, what an idiot. What am I doing? Why am I even like saying anything to her? She has a cameraman and a microphone. Like, that's not no, good. But what, was, what was great, Brad, is that you were like, you know, I didn't understand why you were here at first. But yes, as time went on, I was like, oh, she's got something. And I really appreciated that. Well, so I, thank you. Well, I think there is a negative. Okay. And truthful talk. There's kind of a negative connotations with some of these um these female sports reporters who are going into it. I think some of them. I, I don't know. I, I actually think a lot of them are actually pretty good. I, I like really good, actually. Where, but then there's some that are just like, "Hey, we want you know, you know." Some of them have to like really try hard to be like, "Oh, I'm a girl, and I'm like really in the sports, and I don't see that from you. I think that you're, I think you actually know more about stuff than I do, and I'm, and I'm a guy, and I know sports, but I think you're really into it, and I think that's it. Feels comes off as genuine, and you're not just. You're not just, I'm a girl and I'm like sports like you guys. It's, I, well, I think it comes off genuine. Here's the thing. The, the women, all the women that I know in sports and that have careers in sports have, uh, have all been awesome, you know? Yeah. And I think the one thing that we as women who are in the field hate when we're asked this is if, you know, do you really like I mean, I can't, I don't get asked that as much now, but when I was starting out, I got asked that a lot and I actually took offense to it and I wouldn't be mean and responding when people would say that because people would, were genuinely asking me like in in a nice way, but my whole, my whole response would be, well, do you think in my mind, like I would respond meaner in my mind than I would actually in person. (laughs) In person, I would respond nice, but in my head, I maybe was like, you know, throwing a few curse words around. Um, But my response would be, 
Well, yeah, of course. You know, I, I, I spent, you know, I, I'm from Boston. I grew up in a big sports family. Um, sports was always a part of my life in a big way. And I definitely wouldn't have moved myself from Boston to Louisiana if I didn't like my job. Yeah. <laughs> because that was, an, that was like my first extreme move. You know what I mean? Mo- most of my friends that are from Boston, I can tell you this, 99.9% of them would not move to Louisiana or Texas or Oklahoma, which are the places that I've lived. You know what I mean? Um, But I think you definitely, I understand what you're saying, what you're saying about maybe people not coming across as maybe genuine and really liking what they do. But I think that that goes across the board. I think that's men and women, you know what I mean? You can, Um, you can absolutely tell. So, so let's go back. Cause I want to get to whole Massachusetts. Cause I I found that shocking actually not not shocking, but I was just like, Oh my gosh, she's from, you know, the, I guess the outskirts of Boston. Like, uh, Linfield. What is that? Linfield? Linfield. Yep. Yep. You See, got it. What a you stalker I am, but it's the information that's on here. I'm telling you, I'm just found it in open. I didn't go check the books or anything. This is a, a 15 minute uh, Google search was all I got here. You're doing good. You're doing good, Brad. <sighs> for, for an amateur <laughs> uh, podcaster. Yeah. I think I'm doing all right. Um, hold on one <laughs> sec. Uh, so getting yeah. back, getting back to that fateful day that, that you and me became friends. Um, yeah. Uh, so you, you then put that, uh, camera in my face, which I was, um, my wife, when she heard that I sent her a picture, I go, I think I'm gonna be on the news. And she's going, what the hell are you doing? Like, she's, <laughs> she was like, you never want to have your photo taken, let alone be on camera and, and the local news. She was like, what are you doing? I was like, I had no choice. Sam forced it upon me. She did. <laughs> she forced it upon me. I did. I, I. I kind of didn't let you say no. No, so. you did not. I didn't sign a release. I think I have a legal, you know, rep- something. I don't know. Uh, uh, give me the legal. <laughs> I need a legal representation because I was forced on the news. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, what what I just realized, I was like, I guess you could have just walked by and I just said nothing because I didn't realize <laughs> that you were like, oh my gosh, someone actually knows who I am. We need to we need to interview him because the whole yeah. bit the whole bit was who the hell am, <laughs> who am Right, right. Which which there were more people that like I'm not saying everyone knows who, who I am, of course not. I mean I've only been here a year. Yeah. But there were more there were more people than I thought that knew and who watched the show. And I was like really humbled by that because I'm like you know, we, we want to keep the show growing and everything. Yeah. So it was really cool to see. And, you know, how old are you, Brad, if you don't mind me asking? I, Is I that just, rude? I, no, that's not rude. Because I was about to ask you. I'm a 33. Okay, I'm 32. Yeah, so um, I, I, I figured we were the same age because I saw on your Instagram is your uh your 87 i see 87 i automatically go, yes you probably it gives it away yeah it does so <laughs> that's good i figured that but, we were the same age so that's even yeah and cool. that's what i thought was cool because i thought it was cool that you know guys and girls whoever like in our age group have like seen the show and watch it and then i've also had people a lot older who watch it so to me it's like you know the more people we can reach in the different age groups and diversities or whatever. I mean, that's great, you know? And we're, you know, we're just, it's funny because this whole coronavirus thing in some ways, like right when this was happening, I felt like we were kind of building up steam to our show. 
And, and in, in other ways, you know, we don't have, obviously we're not doing a full free for all right now because uh, of everything that's going on. I was going to um, say, are y'all on hiatus or some sort? Or? Yeah, we're on a little hiatus basically. <laughs> okay. So there, there, but it's, we're coming back. I've had people say, are they trying to get rid of free for all? No, 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 no one's no. trying, <laughs> no one's trying to get rid of it. It's just, they're really trying to put an emphasis on news and everything that's going on, which I, we understand, but I we're think, still doing segments. Yeah, I feel like you can probably, like, I think we could probably take a break from sports for a little bit just to, you know, <laughs> make sure people know what the hell's going on right now. And so I think exactly. that's, that's a pretty good choice. So and um, keeping people informed. Yeah, yep. exactly. I think that's the biggest thing right now. And I, I, I enjoy sports. I, I probably don't enjoy sports as much as I did about five or six years ago. I think it's now uh it's kind of, i don't know it's like a growing thing uh, it's just like some of the things became more important you know i have my kids and my wife my family you know it's like these other things of i don't know just so i'm like through this whole thing everyone's kind of freaking out. i'm like well you know i've i've kind of let go of this whole sports thing for a while now so now it's yeah it's kind of been different but i want to get to the yeah. i want to get to the sam gannon um, so you're from Lind, Lind, well, Linfield, right? Linfield, yeah. There's a town called Lynn that's right next door. It's yeah, I saw that. Okay. Linfield, yep. I, I was going to Google Maps out. <laughs> that, that area um, that's outside of Boston is called the North Shore. So Linfield, that's considered North Shore. I grew up in Revere, or Revere, because normally we don't pronounce uh, our R's. But is I don't really from, have a Boston accent. You so. do? No, no. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, my God, I can hear it now. Are you from, yeah. ba- are you from Boston? Are you from, Ma- you've been from to Mama Head? Yeah. You've been to Mama Head? Yeah. <laughs> so you get it. Yeah, I definitely um, So, yeah, all my family is there. Okay. They're all in Linfield. I, I will tell, I will, the brief story, but I, I, I got, not stationed, but I, I used to work out of town, and I got stuck in um, uh, Rhode Island, it, it was actually at a, a place in Cranston. But, Cranston, I know that. Yep, yeah, Cranston, yeah. Rhode Island. Cranston, Rhode Island. It was actually, a, what's the one with the, uh, it starts with a W, but I was, it's a neighboring city over there. But I was sitting there watching a Ranger game in a Texas roadhouse, uh, and the Boston Red Sox and the, and the Rangers were playing each other, and it was just the wildest thing ever. And that I, was, is funny. I, I, I I sat by a couple who were just the sweetest people ever, just going, "Oh my God, you're from Texas? Oh, that's wicked <laughs> awesome!" You know, like that whole <laughs> that's thing. Like, what are you doing I, here? I know. Yeah. I was just like, this, "This is it's out of it's out of just like a you know movie or something like that." So so Linfield, so you're born and raised out outskirts of Boston. That's what I'm saying, uh, correct? Yes, correct. Correct. Okay. So, did you grow up a Boston Red Sox fan? Patriots? I did. The whole thing? Not Patriots. This is like, you know, I don't broadcast this, but I put it out there like initially. But I actually grew up watching the Cowboys with my dad. Like, my dad was a huge Roger Staubach fan. And you have to remember, like, back then when my dad was growing up. (laughs) Yeah, the Patriots sucked. So, there weren't these, like, loyal and true... Patriots fans, you know, and like you have to think about it too. Like the Cowboys were on TV all the time, you know what I mean? So he just grew up a fan, and because of him, like I grew up watching them in the early 90s when they were winning all the time. Yeah. So 
that's just what it was in my household. Um, yeah, we just, I, I just would watch the games with him and got really into it when I was young. Uh, I'm a die. I love the Celtics. Uh, always loved going to a bunch of their games and stuff. So yeah, it was, it, it, it was fun growing up there. The one thing I, that kind of sucks about it is that I went to the university of Connecticut for college. So I was, I was close like an hour and a half away from home, but I never really got to spend like my younger twenties in Boston because I moved away for okay. this job. So that's, that's kind of one of the things that I always was a little bummed about. Like I never got to like live in Boston as a young adult and do that whole thing. But, which would um, have been crazy. you know, that, I hear it's pretty which, fun. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Which would have been so fun. And it's so different now because they've built up so many different areas like South Boston used to be really crappy, but now Southie as they call it, yeah. like that's the young place for everyone to be. So, um, I enjoy it when I do get to go back home because I think, you know, we all have ingrained that never like leaves you of like where you grew up. So I'm definitely an East, coaster at heart i would say but uh i'm definitely fortunate to have lived in all these different places because it it definitely gives you a different perspective on how people are and how people live and so it's been good for sure and so you went to yukon i went to yukon yeah so did you go on a were you i don't know it was like a scholarship or did i mean no, so I didn't I didn't I didn't technically walk on, but I didn't get a scholarship either. Okay. Like by that time. So I kind of like I feel like my story is kind of sad, but oh, I No, you are television. No, it, <laughs> it's it's not like sad, it's just I get sad when I think about it, but oh. I I peaked when I was younger. So I was really fast when I was like a teenager and went to a bunch of nationals and things like that. Um, and then I kind of like plateaued as I got older. So when, by the time I got to college, I kind of was just spent. I felt right. like I was burnt out by that time. So I actually stopped swimming. I don't like to say I quit because I don't consider myself a quitter. So I basically swam the whole season and then just made the decision that I didn't want to do it anymore. Cause I just wasn't, I, I wasn't swimming well, you know? And like, for anyone that plays like a D1 sport or participates in a D1 sport, it takes up so much of your time. Mm-hmm. And so for me mentally, it was like, I'm putting in all of this effort and for what to swim slower than I did when I was like 14 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, uh, it, it was, it was sad, but it was like the right decision. But I still, because of that, I wanted to like live vicariously through other athletes. Cause I mean, I, I loved you know, going to all the basketball games in college, I, I went to like so many of them and just really got ingrained in that whole thing. And that's where I really started to like love the game of basketball and that whole thing. So I don't regret it at all. I mean, it, it taught me anyone who's ever uh, played. Have you, did you grow up playing sports as well? I, play, I played baseball in high school, but I, uh, oh, you did? I, okay. I was, yeah. I was a troublemaker. So I, I didn't even make it to college. <laughs> to do that. I was just, <laughs> Uh, to going back on it, I should have. Uh, yeah, I should have done that. I, yeah, hmm. thanks for bringing that up. No, oh no, 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 no but, I'm just playing. Uh, but yeah, my uh, point is, it teaches you stuff about life, sure. you know, and just what when you're a part of a team, like you know, you're more. I was more regimented with my like goals and things like that because of it. So. um yeah, I had a blast when I did it, and then I just realized it was time for me not to do it. I, I do want to. It's so funny. Like, before all of the gyms got shut down here and all the pools, I actually want to start getting back into swimming again, like, for real. 
So I've been kind of content and I've, I do this so much. I'm like every, every year I'll go through this period of time where I'm like, no, I want to get back in the water and I'll go for like a few times, like a week and then I'll stop. But I really do want to get back into it. So I'm going to try to come up with a plan for that once this whole thing passes over. I don't think coronavirus can like go through water, right? Come on. I, mean, I know. Geez. I yeah, know. It just stinks. It's... I just wish this is every time I wake up in the morning right now, it's like a, I'm waiting. I'm like, oh, yeah, this crap is going on. I'm just waiting for it to just right. kind of. I'm like, this isn't really happening, right? <laughs> yeah, and you have kids. You have kids, too. So what's it like being with the kiddos at home? It's actually been, you know, I I do make fun of, like, the parents. Like, these kids are driving me crazy. Like, the kids. Right. Really, they're really, I mean, the kids aren't really driving me crazy. It's just you got to find things for them to do. And usually I'm able to keep them pretty busy, you know, and then we you know, take some walks every now and then or, you know, you figure something out. I mean, they're pretty much fine. I mean, it's just, it just stinks for them, really. I mean, my daughter had her birthday and we can really do anything, you know, so. Oh, yeah. yeah you had just, to kind of be creative. You know, some of those, some of that stinks and you're like, well, I guess we can order onward on demand. You know, that's the best one we could do. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> So then you, uh, so you, so you got into the journalism out in Yukon, correct? As you start covering the women's basketball there or what were you doing? Yeah, that was like the first, so that was what got me into doing, you know, we had a, like a television station, like a student television station. Mm-hmm. And that's what really got me into women's college basketball. Um, because when I was at school, both the men and the women were pretty good. awesome my, my entire time there. And so yeah, I just got involved with that. I started covering that. I covered football too, but no one up there cares about football, and that's just like the reality, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but well, you know, you can't be good at everything, right? No, no doubt. I mean, but that's that's what it's about. Is you know, UConn basketball. So you, so how many championships did they have when you were there? All of them. So the men, the men and women won both won in 2004, the year before I got there. Mm -hmm. Then my last year there, the women, in 2009, I graduated. The women won, and the men lost in the final four to Michigan State. Um, I was in St. Louis covering, like, the women in the final four, and we were watching the men's game in the bar, and I was, like, so bummed because they just had such a great team. Um, But those were, like, the great – I mean, now it's kind of like – you know, the women are have won for so long and in the last few years they've kind of been off. But I mean they'll be back again. For the men, they've kind of fallen off a little bit. So like I, I hope that they can get back to uh you know, being being really relevant again. Yeah. But well that kind of explains though, you know, what with you know, I have a free for all P one. Uh, you know, whenever I and I guess I haven't been really been I, okay, my, my free for all P one ness is probably Within the last few months. Okay, not a huge... Yeah. I mean, but, you know, when you talk basketball, I can definitely tell, like, you're, like, into it. I can definitely tell. Like, it's... Yeah, that's it that's was, the part it was awesome. That's the part where I was like, oh, yeah, she's really genuine about that. And, I mean, I would love to hear you talk about the football. And, I mean, I've heard you talk about football, but, you know, there was those parts where I was like, okay, that makes sense. I mean, she was with the UConn basketball team, men's and women's, and, you know... It just it just kind of clicked where I was kind of like okay that makes total sense. So yeah, I think your love your love has to stem from somewhere. Well, you I know? think everybody has their niche. I mean, there's you know, uh, every sports 
guy I think has like the sport that they grew up on like me it would yeah. be it would be like baseball like baseball was I mean we come to the we I lived in Grand Prairie so we were you know I was a hop skipping away from the stadium at all times so we would go there all the time you know so that's just right that's what my life was around you know was it like that's what's kind of funny about like the football thing I never really liked football until like I was really in like high school like truly which is kind of crazy, but so, well, no one needs to know about that. So there's a, there is no, a, I enjoy well, no, there's, well, the, well, I'll tell you what I don't have. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a website that's called, uh, do you know who Kennedy Gakani is? I don't know who that is, but it's called no. informationcradle.com. This might sound creepy as hell to you, but there is, it's a, it's a website that basically has as much information on you as they can get. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. It's, it's not like you like, okay, I'm not being mean here, but you're not big enough to have a Wikipedia page, but you're also no, big no, enough no, to where we got to have mean. some information on you. Like, <laughs> right. I'm no Mike Ducey yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm not Mike Ducey. Yeah, so I'm working get, towards you're, that. You're getting there. But, uh, on inform- uh, information, information, we have, Early life, like that says that you're from North Shore, raised in North Shore, Boston. <laughs> to her, that's par- funny because like no one words it like that too. That's funny. <laughs> okay, I know, but uh, but then it says to her parents, whose names are still under review. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Like they're they're where they're working on it. They have they have in, they have investigators on this at all times they're going to find right, out who your parents still, are they're going to solve the mystery which by the way my parents names are Connie and Mike well, in case I'll, anyone we'll, wants to know we'll fill, we'll fill that in tomorrow and yeah. uh, god this is hilarious i was, well when i came upon this i was like this is hilarious because there's a, when i was trying to read through it all there's a lot of information that they don't know Det- uh, so it says Samantha Samantha Gannon. So your name is Samantha. Yeah. And it says details. Uh, Samantha Gannon age details about Samantha a- Samantha Gannon's age of birth are not known. Therefore, it is n- <laughs> not known when she celebrates her birthday. <laughs> Who writes this? Who writes this stuff exactly? I don't know. Oh I, I feel like you would have to at least take at least thirty minutes, maybe even an hour, to do this. So to do this. Yes. That's so funny. You're going to love this part. <laughs> Sam, Samantha Gannon, body measurements. Height. Oh, God. Height. What's the height? Not available. No, nothing's available. <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, Thank like, God oh, you didn't God. read that off. Where are they I was off like, on... let's not go there. Where are they off on the? I was going to, I was just going to scare you about that. Um... You're funny. <laughs> so, uh, Samantha Gannon, married. It says, this is the part I, I was saying about your private life. Gannon likes to keep what is it says his. Oh my god, <laughs> bastards! Sam Gannon has, Gannon likes to keep her bastards personal life private. Hence, information about her dating life is not available. <laughs> it is therefore not known whether she is married or has any children. However, this inf- information will be a da- uh, updated as soon as available. Well, thank At God. ASAP. Thank God. Thank God. Because when we get God. that information, are, are you married and how many children do you have, Sam? Right. I do not. I am not married and I do not have children. All right, guys. So that's go. the answer to that. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just trying to fill in the marks here. 
you know? No, you're good. The, I, the public, you're good. The public needs to know. Oh, my God. This I guess get the people what they need to know. Well, I don't know. Oh, my computer just froze up. Or my iPad. Bastard. Okay. Oh, well, no. all right. Well, that was fun information. <laughs> well... <laughs> So, so you, uh, I, I did want to track your entire career, though. You so then you got shipped to Lake Charles, Louisiana. So from Yukon, yeah. you, from to Lake Charles, is that true? So you did that on purpose. I, wor- I did that on purpose. Yes. Have you ever heard of Lake? Tra- have you ever I heard have. of Lake Charles? By the way, uh, I don't know. You have? I have okay. heard of Lake Charles. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm trying to figure out where I I know of someone who was there. Uh, a friend or someone about you know, yeah, Lake Charles, great place. Well, so I worked. So when I graduated, I kind of I worked behind the scenes as like a production assistant, sports producer in Hartford at the NBC there. And oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you you were at Hartford. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, I, I couldn't get on the now. Back things have changed now, but back then, like I, they weren't going to let me on the air there. Right, right, they just right. weren't. So I would have left. That's the thing. If I could have ever gotten on the air there, I probably never would have left that area of the country, you know. But um, they were like, "No, you're not getting on the air here. So you got to go somewhere small." Yeah, but, and, but please tell me what you what do you cover in Lake Charles? Are you just covering like high school basketball games or something? So they have McNeese State, which is in the Southland Conference. Okay. Um, you know, LSU is still really big there, even though okay. I actually never, I never got to cover a game in Death Valley, which I'm still super mad about. Um, oh, that would have been pretty cool. Because we just didn't have a lot of resources at the time for me to go. And I was, I was working all the time. So I always worked the weekend. Um, and, but we had to cover McNeese State just because they were the team in town, the school in town. Um, you know, high school football was really big, of course. Baseball, softball, high school sports. So it, it was a it was a really good learning period for me. I would just say, like with life in general, because um, it was just such an extreme move. I mean, I think if it would be like you moving from Texas to Boston or Texas to New York, like that's like such an extreme. That's like from Texas to Cranston for me. Or yeah, exactly. That's Texas what it Cranston. seems I mean, like. I don't know what more extreme it is than that. Yeah, exactly. Because so, I'm, I'm not. I'm not hating Cranston. I love Cranston, but there's not much in Cranston. Great people, right? But there's not a whole Great. lot there. No, and the funny thing is, um, so I had three weeks to move. Like when I was offered the job, I literally had three weeks to move. I'll never forget it. My mom started crying on the phone because she was like, "How are you going to do this? You're literally going to move to Louisiana." I'm like, "Mom," and then my head, kind of like, and that's where I kind of like pat myself on the back because that was like younger Sam like I was I'm not saying I'm not fearless but you know I think as we get older it's human nature to almost question yourself more with anything that you do which I'm not saying it's not a good thing but I just think I'm a worrier by nature and I've always been but when I was younger I kind of made it uh you know a pact with myself like okay Sam wherever you get to get on the air is where you're gonna go like you have to commit to that mentally so I had it in my head, like, this is what I got to do. So my mom was freaking out. My dad was actually the one that had to calm her down. So found an apartment, lived in an apartment that was not in a good area. Um, That's another part. I mean, Lake Charles is kind of rough in some parts. So In some parts, yeah. So I kind of had to rough it. Um, Wasn't making a lot of money. Was uh, dirt poor. And, you know, I I learned a lot. I was there for two years. 
Um, and, sorry, and what, what year is this? Is this like eight oh seven oh eight or? This was oh. two thousand eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah, two thousand eleven. Yep. Come a long way. Two thousand eleven. So yeah, so I think I just you know kind of I I took everything that came with it, but at, by the end of it, I really ended up loving Lake Charles. I mean, I made so many friends there. Um, I have a couple best friends still to that to this day that I worked with there. Um, people there just love sports, you know, Louisiana and high school football. It's so big there. And it was just completely different from anything that I had ever grown up around. So um, I think that's what I really appreciated about the experience really, you know? Um, but at the same time, I think it also makes you miss home too, because there are a lot of things I just missed the hustle and bustle of where I was from and just, doing my you know my normal routine and and not not being able to see my family I think that's one thing that you never really you never really get over like I deal with it because I have to but I definitely miss seeing my family because you know when you when you have bad days I, I can't just like go over to my parents house or just go hang out with my mom or something and or chill with my brother you know you just you make it work so it, it's all worked out well I think for you I, I mean, again, I looked at that situation. And I was like, "Wow, she went to Lake Charles, and and he came out of it with a." I mean, this is kind of the things that I, I do know a few people that are in, or or formerly, or someone that are still in. <clears throat> it's just kind of the rite of passage is you've got to you've got to start your pay your dues, pay your dues, and go to these go to these smaller markets and get some time in there and then you got to learn kind of the basics, I guess. Right. Um, yep. So you learn change yeah. a lot since then though. Like I feel like now people don't necessarily, it just depends. It just, just depends. Everyone, there is no one way to get into this industry. I mean, I know people that graduated with a communications degree and ended up on TV. I know writers that have ended up on TV. Like there's just, you know, some people, nowadays you could maybe not have to move as far away that that just happened to me to be my path. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think, but I think your, your path is, seems more similar than the ones that like you were talking about. I mean, I I don't know a whole lot of those people that do that, but I know more people that yeah. will go to smaller markets and then they'll eventually end up maybe after their third or fourth, no, yeah, third or fourth one, you'll end up in the, you know, in the top five market, which, which you've ended up there. So then you went from some Lake Charles and you ended up in Oklahoma. Correct. I went to Oklahoma, yeah, and I I loved Oklahoma City. I mean, I honestly, it's going? so funny oh, because okay. I look at Oklahoma City as like the smaller version of Dallas. I think to me, Oklahoma City is a small, small Dallas. Like I know Dallas is far bigger than OKC, but I loved my time there because that was really that's the longest place I've ever spent lived in for a job. I lived there for six years, yeah. so. Um, I lived there longer than I, you know, when I went to college and all that kind of stuff in Connecticut. So, um, it was awesome. It was my first real taste of like covering big time college football, you know, and what was cool about that is like we covered Oklahoma and Oklahoma state and then we covered the thunder. And when I was there, the thunder was really, really good. So, um, there was just a lot going on and it, it, the years went by fast. Like everyone's like, Oh my God, like I can't believe you've been there for six years, but it, it goes by fast. I mean, when you're doing something that you really enjoy doing and when you're covering teams and the seasons just roll into each other, 
you don't have like a lot of downtime to really be like, oh, there was really never a time where I felt that it went by slow, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree. And now I'm kind of looking at it going, yeah, I mean, you went, that's when the Thunder was really good. And I know of Oklahoma. So if that's a one sports town. And right. O- the Oklahoma Thunder are it. And mm-hmm. they're extremely popular. So, I mean, that's just... Yeah. Oklahoma City Thunder. What did I say? <laughs> Oklahoma Thunder. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> well, you know, you know, what's actually funny is that back when they were, you know, when the team came to Oklahoma City and they were trying to decide on a name, mm-hmm. um, people were telling me, I think they tore, like went back and forth with calling it Oklahoma Thunder and then people in Tulsa were mad that I think that it ended up being Oklahoma City Thunder, but yeah, that was the cool part is that, you know, because the, the state is kind of split between, you know, OU and Oklahoma, and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Like, they hate each other, but all of them, both of those fan bases love the Thunder. So it's kind of the one thing in that state that unites everyone sports-wise. Right. right, right. Wow. So that was cool. Yeah, that was that was some times. The, I mean, <laughs> that era. Well, it was. I mean, I remember. I mean, there was a big. I mean, I don't. You weren't really. You what? What year did you get there? So thirteen or twelve? Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yep, twenty thirteen. You know, the Mavs were. Yeah, we've already we already had our championship and everything, and you know. Yeah, you guys were doing your thing. So totally. So. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so then you, how do you end up in Dallas? So that was the, that. So that was the other thing. So, um, you know, and, and people ask me, and I guess like when looking back on it, I could have started applying to other places sooner, but I just wasn't, I, I wasn't mentally ready to leave, you know? And I think when you, anytime you gear yourself up for another job, like I always say, if you're going to take another job, then you better be more excited about it than the job that you're in. So if a future job or a future employer offers you a job, but that doesn't excite you more than the position that you're in to me, then you shouldn't take the job. Like it has to be a step up, of course, but it also, you need to be inspired in some way too, you know, like you need to want to grow. So, um, at that time I was just ready to apply. And the crazy part is I only applied to this job. I didn't, I didn't apply to a lot of different places because I just don't think there weren't any positions available or open that were stepped up for me. Um, to be honest, I didn't think I was going to get this job. And I, yeah, I just applied on a whim. I got a call and um, the interview process lasted, lasted a long time though. It probably, it went from like October to the middle of December. And then the middle, the middle of December, I got a verbal offer. And then in January, I got offered the job. So it was, it was stressful though, because when you're not sure, I'm the type of person that until I sign on a dotted line, I don't actually believe that it's happening. So I went through this period of like, oh gosh, well, what am I going to do if like this doesn't pan out? Because I, I knew that I wasn't going to re-sign in Oklahoma city. Like I just, I was ready for something new and this particular job, the format of the show, like what we were doing, it was, it was completely different than anything I've ever done, which I felt that's why I needed to take the job. So, um, well, I mean, you know, I... because nowadays, yeah. And like in local sports and stuff, like you don't, 
you know, when you look at the, the rest of the stations in Dallas, I mean, I know on Sunday nights they do 30 minute shows, but Monday through Friday, you know, most local sports, they don't do 30 minutes of sports every night. Mm-mm. You just don't see that. So, so that was what you were offered though. You were, so I'm kind of, well, not confused. So you were definitely offered as being, um, what's that guy's name? Ducey? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the co-host of Free For All. Right. So, so they launched they launched that show before I got there. Yeah, so yeah. the plan was always to have it be because I know that's probably what was confusing maybe a lot of you guys. Yeah. The plan was always to have two hosts of that show, but the show launched six months before I got there. So you know, Mike was, was anchoring that and props to him because they found a way to get that. It's not easy to do that show by yourself. I mean, that's a lot of time to fill. So yeah, the goal was always to have two people hosting it. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I did not know that because, okay, don't, don't get mad. Cause again, it wasn't me. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm going to throw my friend just directly underneath the bus. So I got to text. Okay. Give I, me a name. I, no. Yeah. No. No. I got to. I got to. I don't give. I, we even talked about it on the podcast. Jacob, who is uh, okay. a defunct, a defunct uh, host of the show. But he uh, he texted me in the middle, of, like maybe like when the show was going, like 1030 or something like that. Or, and uh, he goes, hey, what's up with the skirt uh, hosting with uh, with Ducey? You know, I apparently uh, Jacob had jumped into a 1920s machine, but uh, he, he, I was like, "What are you talking about?" It's like this, uh, this, this chick. I'm sorry. I'm again. This is very offensive. But he goes, this- "What did he say? What did he say? Skirt?" Yeah, he said skirt. Like if you're in the no, 1950s, my. like a skirt. <laughs> okay, continue. Your, your friend is. is, is I'm that- <laughs> starting to have my uh, the steam exactly. starting to come out exactly. my head. Continue. Uh, I know. <laughs> We obviously did. He had no idea who you are, so he he was just, right. He, and this is a private conversation, which I'm bringing alive to the world. But um, um, I he goes, yeah. There's this uh, there's this chick uh, hosting with Ducey on Free For All. Now I go, I, I I don't know. I don't. I have not checked that out yet. So, and then I saw, and then you, yeah. I it, as you kind of you know, I was a kind of a passerby like maybe it would come on when you'd watch the news and then it you know it comes on and then but that was like okay you know they were doing the ticket to you know ticket tuesday so i'd watch yep. more so it, it was kind of like I, I would not be mean to you it's like you kind of grew on me i guess it was is i was like okay. <laughs> all right all right I, I, sam can stay she's allowed to stay in dallas a little longer because you know but. so i don't want to <laughs> Go ahead. Does your friend Jacob still hate me? I mean, no, what's the deal? No, he never hated you. I think he was just being funny. He he does things to like try to make me laugh. So but see, yeah. here's, what, here's what y'all have to understand, <laughs> and this is what sometimes guys don't understand. And I know, see, I get you guys. Like the way you guys talk to each other is different a lot of the times with how you would talk Sam's when a to, woman is Sam's present. A, Sam's about to rip <laughs> into me right now. But I just think there's no need I to know. refer to as that chick. I, I mean, know. why can't it just be Sam? Well, you know, as... and that is the message. That is the thing that I think, and you know, that hopefully we're just not as... saying, oh, who's that chick? It's just, oh, that's Sam. The end. I, I'm on your side. 
I am I'm pro Sam. And I think Jacob has now become pro Sam himself. It's just it's like it? a, okay. It's like a new th- it's it's like a um what was the anchor man whenever that uh you know she came in <laughs> the new <song>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this going to happen to the, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say any more of that. But uh, it was kind of like that. I think it was kind of jarring at first because you're like, you're used, right, to, you, used to do You're used to do Yeah. No, I get it. And I mean, and to, and to be, to be real about it, there wasn't, yeah. I mean, they just weren't, they didn't have women doing sports at that station, I no. believe, no, uh, on air. So, I'm trying to maybe, think back. And No, Slater was on maybe, 11. Uh, Gina was on 11. CBS, the progressive station. But now Fox is now taking that over. You're going to get back. Yeah. On, you're going to get more women on, on Fox Sports or, or whatever. Uh, the, I'm sorry. Not Fox Sports. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I got not i understand what you're saying i understand what you're saying i think the important thing is that you know what's been awesome is i I think you have to give everyone a chance you know like it's it's hard again because it's human nature it's hard not to you know judge someone maybe right when you see them and you know it's the show the show has something for everyone, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to love everything we talk about on the show every single night. I mean, that's just not how it works. But our thought is, well, we can bring more information to you and we can do it in a creative way. And sometimes we're going to do funny off kilter stuff because sports is supposed to be fun and sports is supposed to be a form of entertainment and X's and O's are great and they're needed. And we will talk about that. And when big things happen, we will make sure to cover it in a way that no one else can because we have more time. But, you know, I do think it's fun to just kind of have it be almost like a late night talk show type format where really anything goes. It's like a free for all. Exactly. It's like a free for all. (laughs) No, no. I think that's, I think that's so great because it does come off as it's not this, you know, uh, to, to go off of like a, like I think I am like a Fox P1, like Fox Four P1, because okay, I, I, I like it. I I I, I was right. You know, uh, do you know Ashley Banfield? Like back in the okay, well you're not really in the news, I guess, but um, she she was she, I think she's was CNN or H H whatever the hell. She was w- the original host with Tim Ryan. I that's how long I go back. Ashley, so Banfield, you're you're a newsie, huh? Uh, you really I, like I, I like track. I like news and I like sports and sports, you know, media and and radio type stuff. Like I used to keep up with nice. that stuff. Like some people would like. Like just like sports, you know, you'd see someone who was on Fox. Oh, oh did you hear? They're on ABC now. Um, yeah, it was that kind of thing. But so, oh yeah, so you're one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I'm uh, kidding. But, I'm kidding. But in the in what I noticed in that morning, the heavy morning, you know, the good day, da- uh, you know, whatever the hell it's called, good day. Um, uh, it's it's really relaxed. You're like, oh, there's a news. There's a news table and every, you know everything's you know they do do stories and everything, but then Tim Ryan sits there with his arms crossed, laid back, and just yeah, ch- chilling. And I think then you have Ducey, who's you know he's a, been a sports guy for you know uh, over 25 years here, and he's been the, and now he's been able to now show himself. You know I've always seen it on the radio. 
he's a very very yep. funny guy naturally funny guy and he's and naturally. i think mm-hmm. i think y'all are able to kind of show like yeah just be a little lighter it's it's sports it's not it's not you know we're not dealing with two trillion dollar you know budgets or, or uh bills that are being passed or anything like this is sports this is the as they call it the uh the uh toy aisle of of news this is what y'all are yeah and i think if you no, take it too serious then i think you're missing the point i do too and i i think what's good is that um you know, there's times where we can be really funny, but then there's times where we do serious stuff or I do features or I do stories. Like I love doing feature stories. I love telling really good stories. You know, that's something that's, that's always been my favorite part about the job because everyone has a story. And when you hear people's upbringings and just their backstory from their perspective, it just makes you have a different take on life in general, I think. But in terms of Mike, and I know I, I've said that every chance I get, I say it because not just because I'm trying to like pump his ego or anything, but I genuinely believe it. Like I came from Oklahoma City where I worked with a great sports guy there that's very well known in Oklahoma City. He's from there, went to OU and him and I, I mean, he was like an older brother to me. Like I love him. Like he's just, he, he was so... Um, supportive of me from the time that I got there. So leaving was hard because of that. But that being said, like I couldn't have asked to work with anyone better than Mike. I mean, I, I feel like him and I have become close in a really short period of time and who you see on TV and who you hear on the radio, that is exactly who he is. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's been here for so long. If he wanted to, he could be an asshole. Like he really could, you know what I mean? Because he's earned it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But, but he's not, and he's never been that way. And he cares and he cares about, you know, he cares about doing things the right way. He's passionate. I mean, he sends out um, emails every day on the things that we're going to be talking about. You know, he's, he's just, he's very unique in that way. And for him to accept me so, openly and be so supportive from day one. I mean, I don't think he'll ever quite understand how much that means to me because it is, it was intimidating. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie and sit here. It, of course it's intimidating. Anytime you step into a new city where people are already established, where a lot of people are from here. Um, I know he wasn't from here, of course, but he's been here for a long time and Dallas is basically his home. Pretty much. So we've we've taken you know, this again. We've taken a minute, right? We you know, have. just a farm boy turned big time. But yeah, it's just <laughs> it's it's one of those things where you know the people make the job, you know. And for me, like one of the most important things was making sure like him and I were good because you know if we're not, people will be able to see that. So the interactions that you see with with the two of us, I mean, they're genuine, you know. So. Um, we have a lot of fun and even now with all this coronavirus stuff, we're, we're having to find different ways to just be creative and just have some fun with it. So that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, it was definitely probably a little bit scarier when you were seeing all the sports kind of fall out and you're like, well, there goes all of my content for the next few months or however long this is going to be. Seriously. Yeah. It was so weird. Like being, cause I was at the Mavs oh, game yeah. that night. Oh yeah. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so basically 
so that night, um, I was basically just because, so what, what day was that? March 11th. And the whole thing leading into that game was that this was going to be the final game that fans were going to be allowed in the stands because starting on third, that Thursday, the 12th, no more fans were going to be allowed at the game. We just thought so that. We just thought that. Like they were just going to play right, with and, no fans. With no fans, which was all, which was going to be a huge deal. So I was going around with um, my photographer, just getting reactions from fans on that. So then we're sitting editing because I was going to do a live shot, and then I see the Adrian Wojnarowski tweet that says the NBA is suspended at the conclusion of tonight's game. So we were like freaking out and we were sitting in a media room and everyone had that same reaction almost instantaneously. Like what the heck is going on? Because I don't know. It, it does definitely seem like something out of a movie. Cause you just never thought it was going to get to that point. And it all happened because Rudy Gobert, who plays for the jazz was yeah. playing in Oklahoma city that night. He got tested positive. So it was really like a, that's what started it all, basically. That's crazy. Well, it's that it had to have been just a, and I was I was watching that entire night, and I saw it was kind of well. If you've done it before, let me know. But that was the first time I had seen you actually on um on uh, what is it called on remote? What do you what do you what do you say that in the, in yeah, the TV biz? <laughs> so we say we say uh, you're close. That's not like wrong. We say. Um, Reporting live in the field. Reporting, that's, report, you were, that's the first time I saw you reporting live. You probably have done it before, but I'm just saying that's the first yes. time I saw you. And I'm going, whoa, Sam's out there. And okay, so what's going on? And then the, everything was just, it felt like it was just collectively getting stranger and stranger throughout the night as everything mm-hmm. was going. And I was just like, whoa. So that, and I think that was, it was just kind of everything was going on because I think. I'm not trying to make political. Trump had gone on, I think that night or some other. I'm probably getting my days mixed up. Everything's just gone completely mashed together, and that's when he it all runs together. Yeah, he canceled uh, flights from the EU, and I was kind of like, I looked over my wife. I go, shit is getting real. Like whenever that happened, I go, I go, what is? I don't know what's going to happen here soon. I know everything's just gotten very, very strange. So. I feel like we've gone to the whole San, uh, Sam Gannon. Uh, uh, wow, I like you know how like you said you like stories. You know, like the the personal. Yeah, uh, I, this is what we did for you secretly. You didn't even know you were doing that. That was so sweet. Yeah, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed all this. This is probably more, much more than people wanted to ever know about me. But I, I, <laughs> well, I appreciate. You. I hope I didn't bore people to death with all this. No, but... I, I think what it, what it, what it was again, like old Jacob. And this is all going back to him. It's all he, goes back to Jacob. He he had this misconception about you, and he obviously was making a mm. joke. And that's not all trash, Jacob. He's he's a great guy. But no, he, let's trash let's him. Trash let's trash him. <laughs> no, what 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 it was is Jacob didn't know you, and I felt like as this thing has been going on, and I you know I, I met you personally, and then I saw more of you on television, and now with this, I you know it's just like you get the whole story where it's just like oh yeah, there's Sam on the TV. I don't know anything about her. Whatever. And now they can they can direct it towards this and go oh Sam's a real person and she's actually from Boston and oh I guess won't be too hard on her for that. But you know it's... yeah, don't be too hard on me for that. <laughs> so... I'm I'm just normal. I'm a... and here's the thing like I 
have always like I wouldn't call my I I didn't grow up as a tomboy or a girly girl. I would say like I'm somewhere in between. But I've always had a ton of guy friends, you know, and um, and I have a ton of girls that are friends too. But especially working in this business, like you're used to being around men a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Um, I have love for all y'all. You know, sometimes you guys can be annoying, but who can't? <laughs> I know. Please be, if I can, well, I don't know how much, I don't, either, I'm thinking, okay, this is just my guess. Either you get almost nothing as far as reception of like you, or you get a lot of bad things. Is that right? I don't know. Um, no, actually... Um, no, I don't get a lot of bad things. That's good. Um, I, I, I get more, I get way more positive than I get negative. And I tend to get a lot of positive, which I don't take for granted. And I'm really appreciative of, I will get those people every once in a while that are like, you've just proven that anyone can get your job. How did you get this job? You know, but you know, and sometimes it does get to you because it's just, even I could have 10 people like like say good job on that story but sometimes I'll cling too much to the one person that had something negative to say but I've gotten really good as I've gotten older at blocking that stuff out because when I was younger um, especially (laughs) oh it would wreck me if I would have a bad show I would like cry about it (laughs) you know what I mean so I've, I've gotten tougher skin but the one thing I will say is not everyone's going to like what I do or like me. And that's fine. The thing is that most people aren't going to get to know me on a personal level. And that's also fine. Not everyone. I don't think everyone deserves to have access to you, you know, and the people that the people that, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that in terms of um, like being on TV. I'm saying that for anyone, like for you, not everyone deserves access to Brad. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think as you get older, you really do appreciate like the circle of people that you have around you and things like that. So my only goal is, is to do a good job for however long I'm here. You know what I mean? And, um, is to keep telling good stories is to entertain in a way. And if I can come away with, you know, more people liking that than disliking it, then I feel like I've done a good job. But yeah, you know, not everyone's going to like what you do and that's okay. I found that out after starting this podcast. <laughs> I go, I go, there, there are 90 people listening to this. Five people hate me. That sucks. So. <laughs> but no, but, but as you, you know, I think that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, to your point, it, it does, you know, if you don't know someone, everyone can just sit there and make judgments. you know, it's easy to do that. But when you sit down and you have a conversation with someone and hear more about their story and what they're about, you know, I think it's only natural for your opinion to change. Well, exactly. I think that's kind of why I wanted to do this because it, number one is I didn't know a lot about you. And I was like, my interaction with you was so great and you were so you were so so nice to me, and I don't I don't understand why. I think <laughs> I, I don't get it. But no, you were just nice. you were just so nice to me, and I really appreciated it. And then I was like, we really need to know more about Sam to kind of I want the entire um, the entire the entire forty people that are going to listen to this to have them have something to go. Hey, this is who Sam is, and so well, thank you. No problem. That's sweet. No, no problem at all. I, I just. 
I, I, I really, and I want you to do, I want you to be successful in this town. And I think, um, I think you will. I think, Thanks, you've, Brad. I, think I think you've got it. So, or, or, or wherever you might be. I mean, this is kind of a, this is a weird cutthroat business where I've seen tons mm. of, you know, turn around, go, you know, some people have been there for yeah. years and some people are, you know, flash in the pan. Some, you know, it just, it just, it's a really weird crazy business i'm so glad i'm not in it <laughs> so <laughs> wait you didn't tell me i i'm curious can i ask a question on this uh no i will bleep this out <laughs> i'll bleep this right out. go ahead I, it's hard for me not to be the uh the one that's interviewing um what what do you do tell me oh, what your God. job is we never got into it can you talk about it do you not no, want to talk about it i really don't want to i don't really want to get in a lot of everybody that's fine. no it, it's it's more into like construction and and uh Okay. Stuff like that in that area, but yes. I've... When did you decide? When did you? How long have you been doing this podcast for? Thirty uh, days. I don't know. Uh, no, um, I started in November, I think. Okay, nice. I've, I've really, I've again, I, I don't want to know about. We well, I'm gonna stop this and we'll just talk about this. No, but I, I've, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a huge uh, again, like media. I like, you know, I obviously listen to the radio a ton kind of as you're working on job sites and stuff like that to kind of help the day go by. That's kind of what I've, what I consume to kind of get my day going. And so that's, yep. that's how this is. You know, this is more like a, um, it's a, this is dumb passion project, I guess they call it. So no, that's awesome though. It's <laughs> well, good. To, it's No, it's good to have that stuff. And, and that's the beauty of things nowadays is that everyone can have a platform. Yeah, I think that there's a good thing to that and a bad thing to that. But I feel like for yeah. me, you know, like, oh, God, everybody's got a platform. So, I mean, it's 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 a little intimidating. You know, like you are a a, a legitimate uh, person in the news. And then I'm some guy and, you know, I don't have a basement. But, you know, but I'm saying, you know, like that's what's kind of fun that I can connect to people like you, whereas – years ago when would when we would ever have had the chance to do that i think to do that, this yeah. no it's and true to where we you know these you know i i support a lot of these kind of independent they're not as good as mine but i, I support no. these independent podcasts to where these people can kind of you know let's talk about something that some of these other people don't want to talk about so and i you know you don't know the history of like the way this podcast has gone, you know, I had, I had Grego who's a former radio host in, in, in this area who was very controversial and I had him on and it was, and it was just a dream come true. And I just enjoyed that. And, and I, mm -hmm. and I do my, I do my job and, you know, my real life. And there are those times where I'm like, Oh, I feel really accomplished in what I did, but I never had anything where I was accomplished. And I was also like, yes, that totally that was really good. So yeah, that, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. So that's where I'm. Uh, you know, I'm sure after you got done with you know doing that Mavs thing, you're like, oh, man, I can't believe I was a part of. It. I mean, like you could feel like you were a part of history or something like that, or you've, yeah. you've done something to get something out to everybody. So, uh, so what are you doing now? I'm, I'm going to wrap this up here, but uh, I know I know we could do this for hours because you don't have anything else. To hours. Do. You don't have anything else to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> But uh, what, so what you, am I doing? What are you doing nowadays? I know you you, uh, you can't go to the gym. You, I guess you can go out and walk. 
I can go out and walk. Um, I've tried to run a little bit more. I'm trying to do some home workout. Um, oh, I've oh, been talking oh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop on the home workout part. Uh, Jacob, who again, he's a good friend, a good fan of yours now. Um, he te- he texted me whenever you did your uh, push up thing, and he goes, "I dare you to try to beat uh, Sam Gannon's push up challenge right now." Oh, he, I like Jacob now. Yeah, I know. I go, "There's no." Like, she, he's like trying to challenge me that I couldn't do it, and I go, "No, I know I can't do it." Which I was mad because no one, only one person was brave enough to put their video uh, of doing do push ups on there. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. But no, I've just been, I honestly, in some ways, like, don't get me wrong. It's, it stinks not to have sports and to have our normal routine, but in some ways it, it sounds cheesy, but it's almost good to have some solitude to do some reflection about things. If that makes sense. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think in that regard, it's been good. Um, catching up with, some of my best friends that maybe I, I don't normally get to talk to for like an extended period of time, which has been really nice. Um, so yeah, I, I've kind of just been doing what everyone else is doing, just taking this day by day and trying to, you know, have, have everyone do their part to make sure that, you know, we can get back to a sense of normalcy quicker rather than later. And the only way we're going to do that is if, you know, we abide by all of these social distancing rules, which are hard because I'm someone that likes to be around other people. I mean, I do like my own space too, but by nature of my job and everything else, I'm so used to being around a lot of people. So it's weird. Oh, it's very weird because I I would say I'm like a very, you know, shaking hands, people trying to, and if I see a friend, I'm very affectionate, go give him a hug. Or something like that, and now, yeah. and now, nope, can't do any of that. Not even like I, like I really don't even want to do it. With, like my parents, I I live close to my parents, and oh, do you? Okay, I, I have to be like, eh, I will go over there and we'll we'll go have dinner, but I'll be like, we'll still like kind of keep our distance with them to kind of mm-hmm. you know, and not that it probably matters, but you know, it just it's just these just little in things. Case. It's just these little things. Yeah, and it's frustrating. You know, like I want to go see my grandma and you know, in her retirement facility, and I can't, and it's frustrating, and mm-hmm. it's it's just a pain in the butt. But I, like you said, we've got to do it. And uh, do you have do you have your mask? Do you have a mask? So my mom, I don't have one yet, but my one of my best friends, she and her mom made some masks, so she's sending me some, and my mom has sent me some too. So I'm just waiting to get those. That's what I thought was really weird yesterday. So for the first time, I had to go out to the store, mm-hmm. um, the grocery store, <laughs> and the thing that I found was eerie was that there were more people that I saw wearing masks than were not wearing masks. That's so then cool. I was like, "This is really weird," but it, it, it was good. Was really but I was good. also like, "I was," I, it was also like, "Oh, this is a really eerie time." You know what I mean? I think you can again, like you said, you can use this time as a reflect, you know, being reflective and do some positive things and. You know, like I might be busy and I couldn't call Sam. So I kind of look at it and I can go, oh, I can do I can do more of these little interviews now. Little things. Yeah, I can do these little things. But, you know, as you say in the um, going to the grocery store, I actually I have a work mask that now, you know, like I said, I go to the I go to people's houses and they're actually very appreciative of it. And I wear a mask. And they're like, oh, hey, yeah, thanks. And I go in. But I went into Walmart uh, 
to with that mask and it was and i really wasn't even going i was i'm not gonna i had to go to the restroom and there's no restrooms other than the walmart and i had to drive really far and uh as i was drilling in there with my mask there's this guy who didn't old man just didn't have a mask and he's just coughing all over the place and i just had my hands in my pocket and i'm just going straight to the restroom washing my hands and then jetted right out of there just trying yeah. to and i think you just i know the mask seemed to be a little um kind of weird and uh by the way i saw an awesome thread on on homemade masks like oh if, I, i've seen a bunch of if, those too it's crazy if you go to go to my go to my twitter at i am brad c and you will find a, a nice thread of people making their own masks which is like a guy who carved a jug and put his head in it <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go and look at that. That's hilarious. So, but I think there again, a lot of things have changed where now you're finding out some of these other countries who wear masks regularly. And like if you've if you've dealt with um some people from uh Asian descent, like if you go to the donut mm-hmm. store or wherever, I this is where I found out that I was at the donut store and and they practice such great social distancing. And when they talk to you and they're maybe a little close, they'll direct them their uh, voice away from you so if anything possibly oh wow yeah it's 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 totally i think it's something where we're going to change a lot after all this and it's i don't know if you can look at it as a positive or a negative but it's just probably the way it is until we're going to feel comfortable again to not have to go through this so yeah it's going to be very interesting and uh, go wear your mask uh cdc is now allowing but just don't buy like a medical mask no no medical mask yeah but yeah i think if the more people that can wear them the better well i think uh what we're finding out I don't know why this is about you and not about like the CDC, but uh, the asymptomatic folks, we don't realize so we we could cough or, you know, whatever, you know, get wash your hands. Uh, We could be the carrier and you don't want to, you don't want to possibly, you know, you know, the mask is a little weird. You're like, they were always telling you, oh, you don't need to wear a mask. No, just wear a mask because you may not feel like you're sick. But you could be a carrier. You could be carrying it. Yeah. Could be a carrier. Well, this no, is, that's this, a good is point. A, this is an informative ass podcast. So we are. We're telling the people to be safe and just you know wash your hands, all of that stuff. It's, it's frustrating, you know, and and that's kind of the craziest thing is I'm not a germaphobe throughout any of this. No, I'm I've not. Never, I've never been a germaphobe at all. But now every time, you know, like I I went to the I went to go pick up a pizza. And so I picked up the pizza and then got in the car, I opened the car. Then I was like, oh, yeah. And then I got my hands and I wiped my hand, but I couldn't close the door because then if I closed the door, then I would, you know, it was this whole thing where everything that I was doing, I was thinking about touching something else. And I was like, oh, if I touch that, then that possibly could be contaminated. So it's like, that. but I, I just hope some people aren't going as crazy, like, I think my dad's going a little more. He's like, well, you screwed up right there. You did that. I'm like, hold on. Okay. It's just taking these certain measures. Like, just be, if we're aware. Yeah. Just, yes. we don't have to be insane about it. It's like, oh, he can never go outside. We can't do that. It's no, you can go outside. You can just be cognizant. You go to the store, just be cognizant of other people around you. And just, you know, I've seen other stores that they're making one way. I saw one way, uh, aisles which fantastic i saw all about this so is that ha- what that's happening in what walmart home depots and targets now or tom thumb i don't 
No, but I did hear about it. I haven't been in. I haven't. My wife went to the store today or yesterday, and she was real safe and all that. But you know, I, I'm hearing more about that. I'm going great now. Also, because I hate people that go on the other side and they just, you know, I know, and uh, that try to squeeze in and out. Yeah, no, that's not good. It's, it's frustrating. But so we again, we can look at it, and you can get you can get depressed with all this. And I think uh, a lot of people probably are. And it's go outside. Like I know yep. some of, I don't know how Dallas is going. Um, I, I, I know if you're, you can go outside, right? Yeah. You can yeah. definitely go outside. So, but just, you know, stay away from like large. Yeah, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be six feet, right. You gotta be six feet and you shouldn't see any large herds. That's the thing. And if you do, that's a problem. Stay the hell you know away. What I mean? But yeah, but, you right. need, but that's the whole thing. Don't go, stay cooped up in the house. I mean, you need, I mean, there's nothing wrong. You with need fresh, fresh air, air, fresh air and yep. vitamin D. Well, whenever we do get sun, <laughs> so exactly. We can do that. So that's, and that's me and Sam's PSA on social distancing. <laughs> This one, we're just, you know, we're just uh, talking about the things that everyone's talking about. Is there any shows that you've been watching? Or do you even watch? I mean, you could be like one of those people that I don't have a TV. What do you do? Um, no, so I haven't watched Tiger King, um, uh, if you are going to ask me that question. And no. Oh, yeah, you're in Oklahoma. You should know that. I, and I and they did plenty of stories on him when I was there. So it's like, you know. I know all about Joe Exotic. Oh, I not... Sam Gannon! I don't need to watch. I don't need to watch Joe Exotic. I live. I live Joe Exotic. But I haven't <laughs> delved into that because what is it? Seven parts or something? I, I haven't. Uh, honestly, I haven't really been. Oh no! You know what? There is one show that I did binge watch. It's called All American. It's a football show. I always get suckered into those, and a lot of people. So sports. All American. So sports. Yep. So I watched that. It's not just a um, gag. It's not. Hey, look at that. It's not just a bit. Sam, Sam lives I and will, breathe it. I do live and breathe it, but I will say um, I am a sucker for reality TV. So I do watch the Kardashians. I do like watch old episodes of Sex and the City. Um, oh, you love that, that kind of stuff. Yep. I. I. It's hard for me to turn it off if I'm watching it. So I, I like a mixture of things. What about my, you? What have you been watching? I have my guilty pleasures. Number one, uh, Tiger King is the best thing I've ever watched. Ever. <laughs> is it? One, it's, that's high praise. It's very, I'm not, and I'm not being hyperbolic. Like, I enjoy shows where I'm like, oh my God, not even, like, there wasn't even one reasonable person on there. And that's what I want. Like, I don't want some... They were all outrageous. (laughs) Yeah, they were all... Like, even uh, there was this guy who's, like, the producer, and you're like, oh, I guess maybe he he was trying to make it a legitimate television. Uh, Apparently, he had been on a documentary years ago about him smoking meth or something. Like, he's a loose cannon. Like, there's just... Everybody was... And I... You know what's even crazier? And I'm not saying I know people. Like, I'm not saying... But I know people like this. Or I know of people like this like they're just really shady folks who's always looking to kind of it's i don't know not a a, uh, you've you've heard things about the show though right like oh yeah oh yeah it's hard it's hard now like the thing i was shocked about it is not a lot of people got eaten by tigers in that show no so 
that's the thing that's crazy. It's I think when people are watching because Joe Exotic is like the less extreme of some of the other characters on it, right? Is that that's what I've been seeing? Well, no, he's pretty extreme. <laughs> he's, he's pretty... Is he the most? Is he the most extreme? Well, again, there's some of those other. It's really hard to say. Like, there's another guy in in South Carolina. He's the more. I think more buttoned down. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's running a cult." Oh, whatever, you know, big deal. Um, <laughs> but you're like, that's minor. But that's Joe Exotic wanted to be like him, and Joe Exotic was like, "Well, I don't have pretty women, but I got a bunch of crackheads who want to work for cheap money." So, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> it's the best show ever. <laughs> it's just so, that is, it's just so great. I mean, it, it's. I'm actually trying to rewatch it before you even watch one episode. I'm already trying to rewatch it. Yeah, I do. I do need to. Uh, I need to set some time aside and uh, it'll see what this it'll is eat all up. About. You'll look up and you're like, "Oh my god, it's three o'clock in the morning." I've been watching all. Of I it. bet it's easy to do that. My whole sleep schedule is off right now, so it's definitely easy to do that. Yeah. So uh, other than that, uh, I'm trying to think of other shows. Um. Uh, uh, probably a lot of love it and list it kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I need to get. I need. I do like watching document. Oh, I am really excited that they that ESPN See, decided to move to up the MJ thing. It all goes back yeah. to sports. <laughs> it does, yes. but I do love that. I do love sports documentaries. So the fact that uh, the Last Dance, Mike, uh, Michael Jordan, what is it? The tenth, the ten part series is going to start on April nineteenth now. So yeah. that's going to be pretty sweet. Do you like wrestling? Do I like wrestling? Um, I'm going to say no. That wasn't a quick one. Like, oh my god, yeah. Are, are you? I was going to say, are you referring to like a documentary or something? Well, I would probably like it if it was about that. Uh, well, it is WrestleMania weekend. So, what are you doing? Um, oh yeah, no, I'm not big into WrestleMania and that whole thing. I mean, I just I never was into it when I was younger. But uh, I mean, I get why people are. Uh, you know, obsessed with it. I do get it. Obsessed. Especially yeah. now. No, yeah, like that's the only thing <laughs> there. No, I, I yeah. mine mine is more or less like a it's more of a nostalgia thing for me. Like it's it was something I was into as a kid. Not so much in high school, obviously. I was like, hey, uh, girls don't like this at all. So I gotta stop watching wrestling at all. Um it's <laughs> <laughs> like uh ah, women don't love wrestling. And I'll tell you what my wife doesn't love wrestling. So um <laughs> There's been two good uh, Dark Side of the Ring, I think it's called. Um, mm-hmm. Vice Vice has put out two recently. Um, uh, the Crispin Wall story, which you have to know about that, right? Yes, I've heard about that. Yeah. I do want to watch. I, that, I do want to watch that. That one was. I haven't discussed it on the show, but um, that one was super tough. I'm gonna get about ten more minutes out of this. I didn't think I thought we'd be done in like twenty minutes ago, and then we just kept talking. But um, yeah, that one was super tough. You know, um, I grew up watching him, and then when it happened, I definitely wasn't into wrestling at the time. Whenever it happened, but I was just like, "What the hell? Yeah. What the hell happened? What?" And then um, what's what's the chilling part of it is um, as the show's going, this kid, this man. I'm sorry, he's not a kid. This man sits down, and you're like. Oh my god, that's Crispin Wall. But it's not Crispin Wall. It's Crispin Wall's kid. He's, oh wow. He sits down and he looks 
identical to Crispin Walken. And then at the end, uh, I, I'm getting chills right now thinking about it. But it's it's very very emotional, and it was. Uh, I'm I'm not afraid of a grown man. That that made me tear up. It was very very hard to see. It really was. So yeah, I would definitely suggest that one. And check that out. Okay, check that one out. And then uh, last last night, I made my dad watch uh, Dark Side of the Ring. There was another one. It was called. Uh, it was for New Jack, which you probably have no idea who New Jack is. But no. back in the '90s, there was uh, so there was like the fun little WWE uh, WWF wrestling that we that uh, I watched as a kid, and I had no idea there was this other underbelly of hardcore wrestling, which was like you know really really hardcore guys. And there was this New Jack was he was this guy who was the hardcore wrestler, and he's wheels off. He is like the Joe Exotic for wrestling, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that my dad's mouth was agape open watching this entire documentary. He was shocked of how crazy it was. Wow. Yes. So those are my two. Those are my two. So Okay, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to watch these and, and if sure. you're not I mean, and, and as you're not a wrestling fan, those are still great documentaries. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. And if you don't have a heart and you don't I'm saying and you don't cry at the end of the Chris Benoit, I just don't, I don't get it. It was very, very hard for me to watch. It really was. I'm sure I'll end. cry. I'm a, I'm a crier, so I'm sure I will. <laughs> I just told your audience I cried at a documentary. Yeah. So it was just really hard. I mean, the yeah, poor kid. No, I get it. It's a, it's a heartbreaking. It's, it's a very heartbreaking story, and I think there's a lot more to everything than. Most people, you know, just like Sam Gannon, there's more to everything that we see. And so I think that's what's kind of, I thought they did a really fair job on it to where it wasn't like a, uh, some would do a documentary and that he's just, you know, Chris Benoit is just a monster. And what he did was monstrous, but there's obviously more to the story than what we see. So, yeah, so go see that. So, Sam, I thank you so very much for coming on. Do you even know what this podcast is called? (laughs) No, tell me what it's called. I don't, actually. She might tell me me not to post this, but it's called Another Dumb Podcast. Another Dumb Podcast. No, I like it because it's not dumb. Well, yeah, I think that's – if you lower the bar enough and you go – you want me to listen to another dumb podcast? And then you listen to it, and it's like, no, oh, it's not that bad. So it's just tempering uh, expectations. That's all it is. No, I, I so appreciate you having me on. We'll have to do this again, Absolutely. especially when uh, sports, sports resume. Yeah. Yes. Well, you, yeah. I mean, I swear to God, Sam is a much bigger sports fan than me. So if there is some sports that I want to talk about, I'll probably bring her on because she'll know more about it than I do. And I but th- we can talk about other stuff. Oh too. yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, maybe. Uh, well, we'll find a reality TV show that is trash. Do you do you watch uh, Ninety Day Fiance? Or or love or Love I've, is Blind. I have not watched Love is Blind yet, but everyone is telling me I need to watch that too. I've seen the Ninety Day Fiance a couple. I've seen a couple of those. Um, yeah. Yeah, some of these you can really get sucked in. Yeah, you can really 90, get sucked in. Okay, I'll, I'll give you. Okay, Love and First Sight is is pretty great. I will say, not pretty great and like, oh, it's so touchy. No, it's awful. They're 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 awful, awful people. But it's great to you know because you have to temper everything to go. Oh, I mean, 
you don't go and say, hey, you know what I would be really good on? Reality TV show. Like most people <laughs> won't do that. So the people that right. do, you know, you know, who, you know what I would be really good on? Uh, reality TV show. Those type of people are naturally pretty bad. So um, I'm sorry if you know anybody that's been on a reality TV show, but uh, most people would say that they're not very good at it, but these people are pretty awful and they think that they're being really good at it. And that's what's best about it. And that's, and 30, and, and I'm sorry, 30, but 90 Day Fiance, which again, you should really only watch like the first four seasons. I think maybe four. <laughs> I know there's like nine of them now. It's, it's, they're cranking them out like crazy. But like the first, mm. the first few were actually kind of, um, kind of sweet, like to where they weren't going. Yeah, you know what? I really, I want to be on a television show. And now, now it's like we're so crazy. We're so crazy. We're getting married, and right. where the other <laughs> ones like I'm uh, just a, you know, like there's like a lot of Mormons who do this because they they'll do these. Uh, mission trips or something like that and then they'll meet someone and they're like oh yeah I want to marry them and like for a Mormon to just out of nowhere to want to marry someone that's not that big of a deal for them and then I'm not, I'm not saying they're all Mormon but I'm just saying there were some that were more genuine in the, but other, in, yeah. in the earlier seasons I know this has turned into a dumb reality TV show podcast now PSA and now we're on to reality television shows. yeah I mean that's just that's what we're all into right now, you know. I have no, I have no shame on. It. I really don't care. I really don't care because I think, I think there's times I like I get into like real on news, like as far as uh, what's going on right now is you know what's going on with China. Like I'm into all that stuff, so I need those type of little re- release valves to kind of, you know, if it's just new, I would probably lose it. It's probably what it was. Yeah. No. And it it is good in some ways that we thank goodness for social media and technology now, because, you know, if we were, if this was happening to us when we were growing up, it would definitely be different. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be, it would be hard. That'd be really bad. Okay. Well, Sam, I'm going to let you get back to whatever the hell you were doing before this. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> thank you so much for having me on I, I i i really really appreciate you coming on and i uh, i look forward Anytime. to seeing more from sam gannon and you can catch her on well maybe they'll come back uh they're taking a little hiatus but uh free for all on on fox four uh what time is it 10 30 10 30 uh now y'all will be coming back right it will be coming back. Yes, we we don't know exactly when. I think it course, needs to temper down but, a little bit. I guess so. Yes. Okay. So, so whenever the curve, thing, whenever we've hit the peak of the curve, and then we're going back yes. down, I believe we'll have the free for all coming back. So just uh, you will. Uh, and I guess you're probably posting a little bit on online and stuff like. I think you'll you and what's his name Jeff Kolb. Jeff Jeff Kolb. Yep. We yeah. we've been doing different different segments so we're trying to post whatever we uh whatever we do so you guys can still see it all right sounds good uh it's sam gann where can we find you on on the interwebs on the interwebs on the twitter you can find me at sam gannon 87 um on instagram you can find me at sports gal 87 and Wait, those and are it, the ones i tend to use yes and and uh sam is very tasteful on on instagram 
So thank you. you yeah, not one of the. Uh, she's not thirst trapping y'all. So sorry guys. No, no, you're not. No, no thirst traps. <laughs> All right, Sam. Have, no thirst traps. <laughs> have a good one. Thank you so you much. Too. Have a good Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Right, bye. You too. Bye. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away Wonder this time where she's gone Wonder if she's gone to stay Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And this house just ain't no home anytime she goes away and i know 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 hey i'll leave the young thing alone but ain't no sunshine when she sunshine when she's gone Only darkness every day Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's this house just ain't no home anytime